Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Our buddy Greg Amzinger of MLB Network stands by. Uh, is standing by. Good morning, Greg. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, I woke up this morning to a text message from an unnamed big leaguer who said, this top 100 right now show you do is a joke. <laughs> and <laughs> What a pleasant thing to wake up to. That, that, was a, that was the kind of text I needed to get me going for this, uh, this wonderful what? radio interview I do every week. What league? National League, okay. yes. Okay. And not a Cardinal. Not okay. a Cardinal. Okay. <laughs> National League player. Do you think not happy at all. Is there any, any course, by one, the by the way, any anything that you've disagreed with so far in the top 100? I agree with a lot of things. Uh, and I disagree with more things than I agree with. Uh, but, but I understand the process. We have an amazing think tank of researchers, men and women, some of which have been poached by big league front offices in years past. And they are channeling what front office executives value in players now. So it is the top 100 players right now. Not the top 100 players in 2011 or 1986. It's not how we viewed them then. It's how we view them now. And that is why, and that is why Yandy Diaz was ranked ahead of Giancarlo Stanton. And I, I had a problem with that. I just, as good as Yandy Diaz is, uh, he doesn't strike out, doesn't have any slug, hits for average. He's on base machine. Uh, come on. Giancarlo Stanton, I mean, accidentally hits 30 home runs. That's a bad year. And this dude, Yadi Diaz, can't play defense. He's a bad third baseman. But because, his, because he can walk, because our front offices are still really valuing, don't swing, don't swing. You, you, you played today? Four walks? boy. <laughs> Keep that bat on your shoulder because we still value that in the game, uh, which I think is changing. Yanni Diaz is ranked ahead of Giancarlo Stan, which is Jim. Greg, when you receive a text like that, does that change your your thought process of how you're going about uh, who, how that selection process is going? Do you do you feel like maybe you slighted that player just a little bit? Uh, I know what problems I'm going to have ahead of me after <laughs> we're done with every single show. Um, I, I, on the top of my head, I'm thinking about who I'm going to have to deal with. Um, we taped the show last night that is going to air tonight, and Marcus Simeon's not going to want to talk to me at his spring train. Like he's, he's not going to want to. And I've had issues before with, with players. Buster Posey was livid with me. Uh, I went to camp. I had a I sparred one on one with Mad Dog Chris Russo in the show <laughs> about Gary Sanchez should be closer to number one than Buster Posey, and he kept saying ah, he's a rookie of the year, batting title, MVP. I go, that's why the show is called Top 100 right now, Mad Dog, <laughs> not four years ago. <laughs> so and then I went into the whole fact that Buster Posey's legs are zapped. 
He, he had 14 home runs the previous season. He's trending in the wrong direction from a power standpoint. I know he's a good defensive catcher, but if the San Francisco Giants have a, their best hitter is only hitting 14 home runs, they're not going to the playoffs. So Buster pulled me aside, and he's like, I thought we were boys. I'm like, Yo, yeah, I love you, man. And he's like, I heard everything you said on that show. I don't believe you. We talked for like 30 minutes <laughs> about it. It was a legit thing. This, this show is an honor to host and one of the biggest pains in the neck you could ever give me before I go to spring training. Hey, Greg, going back to your point about walks, and you and I, we've talked a lot about this, but and I never updated this because this was through, I think, their first uh, 11 seasons. Trout and Pujols, okay? Albert had a 334 average, Trout 304. Albert had a 425 on base, Trout 418. Albert had a 624 slug, Trout had a 582. Albert had a 1.049 OPS, Trout had a 1,000. But Trout had 838 walks. Albert had 707. Trout was considered a better player and had a better OPS plus simply because he walked more than Albert. 323 home runs for Albert to 302 home runs for Trout. 991 RBIs for Albert to 798 for Trout. Every single statistic favored Albert Pujols except for walks. And so the metrics preferred Trout because he walked more. Not just that, though. Uh, defensive metrics do go into your overall wins above but these replacement. Are just, but these are just strictly these are just strictly offensive numbers. Yeah, yeah, offensive numbers, no doubt. Yes, the, Albert's right there. But Mike Trout's base running, especially early on in his career, still to this day, actually, his ability to score from first base on a gapper, he does get extended runs and extra runs that would uh, otherwise Albert would be staying at second base. Uh, then his ability to play center field. Uh, has added to his value. And and really, honestly, the eye test of everything else. Was he ever a gold glover in center field? No, he doesn't really have a great throwing arm. But he's had some iconic defensive plays throughout his career. And he still has, I mean, he's one of the top sliders in the game. That's a weird thing to say, mm-hmm. but Trey Turner's the best slider in baseball. Mike Trout's probably right behind him. Uh, so the eye test and the smoothness of everything he's done People have just put him because of the premium defensive position. And, you know, the front office told him not to steal any bases anymore. He, he should be stealing 30 bags a year. He should be. Uh, it's going to be interesting just from a strictly offensive standpoint. His war is so ridiculous. That's why they don't put him in the same category. But from, from an offensive standpoint, I think what you're going to see is Mike Trout not hit 300 anymore. I think Mike Trout is going to sell out for homers. And we will see Mike Trout and Aaron Judge spar from AL for AL home run crowns. Wow! I think the top three home run guys in baseball in the American League will be Judge, Trout, and your Don Alvarez. Alvarez, the best true hitter of the bunch, but I think Trout's average is only going south, not at an extreme rate like Andrew Jones. If you look at the back half of his career, but I think Mike Trout's going to realize. He has the ability to hit 40 or 50 home runs a year, and you're going to see him do it. Greg Amzinger, native of St. Louis, a product of the Lindenwood University, and, of course, lead anchor for MLB Network here on 101 ESPN. And being the lead anchor for MLB Network, that means that Greg's boss is Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, who spoke to the media yesterday. And, Greg, he said, this is paraphrasing from Bill Shaken of the L.A. Times, that with Bally heading towards free agency, 
If Bally doesn't pay their rights fees, MLB clubs will terminate contracts. MLB would produce games using MLB network technology and would try to arrange for cable and satellite distributors to air them. Being a guy that works for MLB network and understanding kind of MLB network technology, what is the commissioner telling us here? Uh, what, what the commissioner is telling us here is there will not be a free-for-all, a crazy, futuristic uh, media rights circus. What does that mean? Uh, I'll just hyper-focus it to St. Louis. You're not going to have to go online and see, oh, oh, wait, there's a game on Channel 5 on Wednesday. Channel 11's got the game on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, where's the Cardinals, where the Cardinals are playing? Where, where are they playing on Monday? Like, that would happen if this doesn't get cleaned up and baseball just doesn't take it over, okay? So Major League Baseball is going to continue to mainstream that one platform for all of its customers to get the product they want. In this case, in St. Louis, Cardinal fans want to watch the St. Louis Cardinals play on the same station they've always watched it, Valley Sports Midwest. If they file for bankruptcy or baseball takes over with this other group, who knows what the name of that channel would be. But Cardinal Games will always come to you on that channel. It's not going to change anything. The one behind the curtain detail is the games will be produced by MLB Network. And that will be a different wrinkle. Does that mean the broadcasters change? No. The broadcasters are are essentially picked by the teams. Okay? Um, So, therefore, the broadcasters are doing what they're doing, but the producers are different. Uh, Everything would come from the main hub in Secaucus, New Jersey. And that is the, the, the MLB network technology that Rob Manfred is talking about. Uh, it, it's going it, it's going to start happening. Uh, this year, there's an unnamed team, not the Cardinals, that were taking over all of the game broadcasts. Down the line, I wouldn't be shocked if we were doing 10 to 15 of the RSN game broadcasts. And who knows what other content we would be doing. Uh, three years down the road, we might be doing 20 to 25 of them. And, and this is the future of a uh, major league baseball revenue stream. It's different. Instead of getting just one check from a Bally's and waiting for that gigantic check, which all of a sudden looks different than the check you got six years ago, because everything, the value always goes up for rights fees and live content. Now the future of this is baseball would basically be in control of its own content. And they can monetize their own content the way they want to. Uh, it is a, a more practical approach. You're going to see streaming become uh, at the forefront of this. And who knows if that is the future of, of the network I work on. But streaming, making it easier, no more blackouts. Getting fans their game as easy as possible is the number one priority from Commissioner Manfred, and I think it's the right way to go. Are you looking at all teams being under this this uh, Major League Baseball shell where each each uh, organization is playing all of their games on, on Major League Baseball Network, or, or will you still have the Yes Network for the Yankees? Are they still not going to be tied into to what's going on with, with all of this? Yeah, and, and I don't want people thinking that all the Cardinal games are on MLB Network. That's not it. The games would still be on the channel that you watch it now. 
Valley Sports Midwest, and, it, and they might name it something different. It's not, it, that's not going to change. It's just who is making those images, who's putting those images together, who's cutting those camera shots. Uh, that would be MLB Network employees is what but Rob Manfred uh, is alluding to. There are still RSNs that make money that are profitable, okay? Uh, the Yes Network, uh, the SNY, which does the Mets, uh, Sportsnet LA, which does the Dodgers, Nesson, which does the Red Sox, the Marquee Sports Network, which does the Chicago Cubs. So not all of these regional sports networks are in dire straits financially. Uh, but when we look at the entire landscape of RSNs, something needs to be done. And Rob Manfred is not going to let uh, the fans of the sport be victimized here. So he is going to ensure that baseball fans do not miss a single game. And that is his number one priority. He wants to make it even easier to watch their favorite team. Try to get rid of these blackouts. Watch every game on your device in your hand if you want, if you're not in your living room. So that's the future of this. Fans should not freak out about the future of watching their favorite team. Commissioner Rob Manfred doing everything he can to make it easier than it is right now. Do you think Jordan Walker is going to be the National League Rookie of the Year? Ooh, that's a tough question. There's so many good rookies. I got to tell you, I saw the Alvarez kid up, up close, the catcher of the New York Mets. Mm-hmm. And I know they went out and got Omar Narvaez. But this kid can hit. This kid can rake. If he gets along at all with Scherzer and Verlander, I just can't see anybody having a more impactful season on a winning team than the catcher, a rookie catcher who's catching future Hall of Famers. I, I Going into this, I think Alvarez is going to be the my he's my rookie of the year favorite. But yeah, Walker's going to be a, a finalist for sure. Hey, we were talking, Greg. We were talking about Mason Wynn, and we had uh, John Mozeliak on yesterday. It sounds to me as though he's going to be up this season. I know most people projected him to come up next season, but it sounds to me that he will be here at some point this season. What are your thoughts about that? I think uh, Brendan Donovan has a chance to keep him down in the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. And I, it's not Tommy Edmund, it's Donovan. Mm-hmm. Donovan has to prove he can play second base with no shift at a high level. And if he's able to cover a lot of ground, make some great plays, and honestly just not kick the ball, don't be a defensive liability over there, I just don't see how they're going to rush Mason Wynn. I, I don't see that happening this year because he's so young still. Uh, but I think Tommy Edmund's safe, he's fine. But Edmund's the guy that's going to slide over second base to make room for Mason Wynn. So if you're Brendan Donovan – you want to make sure that you'll become a platoon player. You don't want to fall into the Norman Gorman world where you're just a left-handed DH uh, when a righty's on the mound. So to me, it's how Donovan performs at second that will dictate the future of Mason Wynn at short. And finally, Greg, we're all very confident, not all of us, there's a lot of people that are listening that aren't confident about Jack Flaherty returning. But man, was it a slap in the face yesterday for me when I saw that Frankie Montas was going to undergo shoulder surgery. Sure, every situation is different, but Shoulders are without, without fail, dicey. It's really hard for a guy to come back from a shoulder injury, isn't it? No doubt. No doubt. And then, fingers crossed that the shoulder surgery works. It's not Tommy John. You know, if you just because you're getting shoulder surgery doesn't mean you're going to come back and be anything close to what you used to be. Uh, all eyes on Jack Flaherty. I said this before in the show. He's the most important Cardinal. He is. I mean, the lineup's got terrific names, well-balanced Speed, guys who get on base, a lot of slug, upside. All comes down to me, comes down to the ace. You have to have win day to get where you need to go, especially when you look at the other teams in the National League. Jack Flaherty 
can't just be serviceable. You can't. He can't roll out of bed and think that eleven and ten with a four three five ERA means the Cardinals are in the playoffs. That is not good enough. He has to go sixteen and five with a two point eight nine. That's the kind of performance the Cardinals need Jack Flaherty to have to ensure they're going to be in the mix. Not just win the Central, they're the heavy favorites to win the Central, but to actually compete with the powers of the NL East and the West. That is who they need. It's Jack Flaherty. And Greg, it's important for us to point out here, because we're in St. Louis, the Yankees replaced Jordan Montgomery with Frankie Montas. There were a lot of people here that were upset that the Cardinals didn't get Montas. They got Montgomery because the Yankees got Montas. The Yankees sure would like to have Jordan Montgomery right now. No doubt. Although I will say this, Domingo Herman should be able to slide in. Clark Schmidt had moments of brilliance last year for the Yankees. He's going to get a chance. But Domingo Herman, I think they're very confident for a number five starter that he's going to be able to get the, the job done. I, I did not think that this is the best rotation in the American League. We had this conversation the other day uh, in studio. I think the best rotation in the American League doesn't belong to the Houston Astros, wow. who let Justin Verlander leave. And I know they've got Christian Javier, Framber Valdez. It's a really good staff. I'm going with the Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, uh, Tyler Glass now is, to me, the nastiest pitcher next to Shohei Otani in the American League. And he will be a finalist for that award with Otani. Tyler Glass, no, with Shane McClanahan, do not overlook the addition of Zach Eflin. They were like, oh, the Rays spent money on Zach Eflin. That's weird. They know more than we do. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I, I think all the all the uh, balloons we're seeing in the air, that's, that, that's equipment from the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> they know what's going on everywhere. And they know Zach Eflin's the next breakout pitcher in the sport. They gave him a big contract. Uh, then you get this Rasmussen kid. They're stacked. I mean, one through five. Little uh, Springs, the left-hander, who they just inked the new deal for. He has sub-three ERA. I think the Rays have the best rotation. I think the Rays are going to be a team that causes havoc in the American League. Greg, before you said the Rays, I thought you were going with Gossman, Manoa, Bassett, Barrios, and Kikuchi. I thought you were going Jays rather than Rays. No. No, okay. I, 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 love, I love Alec Manoa. I do. But the guys around him just aren't as swing and miss as, as the guys in Tampa Bay. I think the, I think the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, uh, we're going to have a prediction show and everything. Uh, they're my pick to win the World Series. Wow. The, the Tampa Bay Rays. Unbelievable. Yeah. They're great. Uh, I, I know it's hard to believe, but they've got the team that doesn't strike out anymore. They've literally, it's almost like they baited the sport into, <laughs> hey, this is how you do it. This is how you put a roster together. Hey, this is how you do it. Swing and miss doesn't matter. Are you buying it? Are you buying it? Hey, bullpen, you should get an opener. Don't start the game with a starter. Start it with a reliever. Everyone, you should do it. You're dumb if you don't. Everyone did it. They followed them, and then all of a sudden, they pulled the car- a carpet from underneath their feet. They've got a traditional rotation. They've got a lineup that doesn't strike out, and they're probably going to win the World Series. It's hilarious. Amazing. You're the best. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Have a great day. How's the weather? We played golf yesterday. I wish I could. I'm busy every day. They're making me oh, work, Randy. Man. I, I got to get a new agent. I got to get a new agent. <laughs> work. Yeah, I need a deal where I don't have to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you, brother. Take You're care. on to me, Randy. You're on to me. <laughs> See you later. Take care. <laughs> Take care, guys. Thanks. Greg Amzinger, MLB Network on 101 ESPN.